Hello, I'm Taj, or digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we explore NFTs and highlight the people that are shaping Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. And today, we're going to take a very unique approach as to defining how the NFT space is really shaping up, and we're going to actually compare it to crowdfunding. If you're not familiar with finance and how businesses are often funded, I'm going to actually compare these 10,000 NFT drops to a platform such as Indiegogo or Kickstarter. So generally speaking, how these platforms work is an entrepreneur comes up with a great idea, creates some kind of profile, much like a Facebook or any other social media profile, and then puts the project usually in video form and has some articles, some numbers and a plan and sets a budget. And what they actually do is they pre-sell the project before it is built or developed. And in result, they use that revenue from the pre-sale to actually develop and build it. So in many senses, these NFT projects are sort of like that. And if you're not familiar with any of these platforms, I highly recommend you go to kickstarter.com or you go to Indiegogo and just see what's out there. As a matter of fact, the wallet that I currently have right now was a Kickstarter project. It was a flat plate wallet design that just was very slim in, in the pocket and it was just an amazing design. It was very unique. This came out probably about 10 years ago. Now they're very popular. A lot of companies have it. But at the time, it was very unique and I bought my wallet through that. Now, there are all sorts of projects on that. There are coolers and there, there are watches, there's different tech gadgets and all sorts of things. So how does this compare to the NFT space? Well, a lot of times when a team is developing a game or some kind of NFT platform, when they put out a roadmap, it is very much like a business plan. And at that point, they go basically on a digital roadshow, creating excitement, building a community and getting people very interested into it. So when the actual drop takes place, let's say it's 10,000 generative NFTs, the initial sale is what then helps to fund and build out the rest of the roadmap. Say 10 years ago, this was just absolutely a crazy concept, thinking that people are going to actually pay for something before it is built. However, now it is a fairly common practice. And when Web 3.0 started to explode with these NFTs, I noticed the trend that a lot of these projects are being built the same way. They're basically bootstrapping these projects and using that initial sale to build out their concepts. And this is going to be especially important when it comes to games, because usually these companies have huge budgets, developmental teams, and they have designers, they have soundtracks, they have to secure licenses and all sorts of things. And it takes a lot of time and a lot of money to release a video game. And I'm not just talking about like the simple apps that are on your phone, but I'm talking about like a real official AAA game. And I know in the past, new up and starting video game companies have gone the route of finding capital from investors or even third party companies. And in many cases, these projects absolutely fail. The first example that really comes to mind is I remember Kurt Schilling, who is a Hall of Fame baseball player, had this baseball game that he was coming out with, and he literally put all of his baseball earnings into this project. He brought on investors and everything, and what happened? The game fell flat, and he lost all of his money. Now, it sucks to bring up someone's pain and failures, but I'm just using this to show that these projects are very high risk, high reward. So if the game is a success, there is a lot of money to be made. However, a lot of capital has to be tied up and invested into the project. So with this new model of, I won't even say new, with this model of crowdfunding, it does two things. One, it spreads out the burden of the capital investment, but also it tests a concept before a factory... Before contracts are drawn up with factories, before materials are ordered, before ramping up staff and hiring in the marketing budget, 
crowdfunding allows the entrepreneur to actually know if there is demand for what they're trying to do. So bringing it back to this NFT space, when a roadmap is released, it's basically like a pitch to the public. And some of these roadmaps are months or even years in advance. So this really adds a new dynamic into game development and into funding creative projects because now designers, developers, and artists can actually test the market and get a feel for what's out there before actually starting the work. Or if the work is already started, it could be at a minimal investment. And I see a lot of that happening in this NFT space, which there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because like I said, I have gotten some pretty cool things off of these Kickstarter projects or these these uh, buying it before it's actually created, whether it's a digital project such as uh, courses and information, or in the case of my wallet, a physical project. But there is always risk. And I'll give the example of my wallet, for example. There are two variations. Well, actually, there were more because there were different colors. But what I mean by two variations is there were either a plain plate or laser engraved sides because this is a metal wallet, which aluminum, basically it's two pieces of aluminum strapped between a rubber band. I'm simplifying it, but basically that's what the wallet is. It stays flat. It protects all your cards from RFID scanners. And it's it, there's no bulge in my jeans when I walk. So that is what appealed to me. And for whatever reason, I did not want the laser etched ones. So I ended up getting just a plain plate wallet. Because of that, mine shipped out early. And I was excited. I was uh, high-fiving the team and I was celebrating them. However, they incorrectly calculated the cost of engraving all the custom wallets with all the designs and everything. As a result, they ended up over-promising and they could not deliver the final project. Now, I was lucky. Until this day, I still have my wallet, but there were many disappointed and angry consumers that did not get their wallets. And at the same time, the founder was hit with health issues and all sorts of other expenses. Then, because of the time and the delays, all the contracts with the factories and everything expired, all the prices started to go up, and everything just spiraled out of control, and the project was never completed. So, yes, this is an amazing business model, and being able to crowdfund, whether it be with these businesses on, on, on these websites or with these games via NFT, however, there is always risk associated with it. As we're sharing the benefits as early investors or early buyers and adopters into these spaces, we get the benefit of being the first in the space and we get all the rewards associated with that. But at the same time, too, we're also assuming some of the risk. So when we hear a lot of warnings of saying don't go into any project that you can't afford to lose money with or or whatever it is, because at the end of the day, there's a lot of people just coming to the space for one purpose only, and it is to flip the NFTs to make some quick dollars. It's a very dangerous thing. As I've covered in other episodes, NFTs are fairly illiquid. It's not like it's cash or not like crypto where it's very easy to exchange one coin for another. An NFT is something that might be stuck in your wallet indefinitely. So before ever making a purchase, always do your due diligence, research it, and hopefully you're actually buying something that you do like. Because if the project fails, just like my wallet, at least you have something that you enjoy. I have no customer service to call. I have no uh, follow-up. I can't make another purchase because that company went belly up. However, I have an amazing wallet that has been in my pocket for, I would say, almost 10 years now. And I guess that wallet example is very fitting because NFTs can really hit your wallet hard. So hopefully you enjoyed this and you find this very helpful. As usual, I look forward to the next one. So until then, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. 
As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.